episode 208 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Jammin' Janelle Vecchio in the house. And we are in the house, which is where we record normally. If you listen to our last episode, you know we were in a we're different in house. We're in a house. We're back on the L-shape oh, yeah, we were house. in a house, just not our just house. Just not our house, yeah. Yeah, we're back home. Back on the L-shape. The home studio. It's pretty great that your our studio includes <laughs> blankets and pillows that you and cuddle I'm under. And I'm all sprawled out on the L, as I often am. Janelle's always very comfortable when we record. Just in yeah. case you thought I was putting her to work doing some difficult task. I mean, I have to be comfortable. But if you get too comfortable, you get sleepy. So you've got to, like, balance it. I do. I'm halfway up. I know, but it's My like, legs propped up. It's like when we're watching a show late at night, and I really want to watch it, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to watch it. And then you, like, lay your head down, and you snuggle on a pillow. And I'm like, you got to sit up to watch but it. I and you're like, I don't want to. I don't like to. I'll stay awake. I don't like to. I'll stay awake. And as soon as you say that, then you go to sleep. But, like, I shouldn't have to stay awake if I don't want to. But you do want to. You I say you want to. I have one job, and my one job is going to work early in the morning. So you have to respect my sleep. I'm just saying. And today, I'm the only person that had to get up. That's true. We had... This is brilliant. So I guess this will reveal a little behind-the-scenes magic. But we're <laughs> recording this episode the day after Halloween, and the school district that you're in and the kids are in, it's genius. They, like, don't have to go to school the day after Halloween. The teachers do. <laughs> but, yeah, so you have, like, teacher trainings and stuff, Yeah, right? teacher training all day. But I would much rather take a teacher training day than a bunch of tired, cranky, sugar-filled kids. Yeah, because day after Halloween, you get one of three things with kids. You either have hyper, mm-hmm. too tired because they stayed up late, mm-hmm. or barfing. Yep. Because they ate too much and they're sick. And you've had all those, right? Yeah, definitely. So it's genius. So if you work in a different school district or you know someone, like, throw that idea out there. It's a good idea. They started doing it a few years ago and I thought it was pretty genius. Because we always have one PD day, you know, at this time of year. So might as well make it November 1st. I know, like, some school districts have, like, battled it by, like, no dressing up or no candy at school or whatever. But it's like, they're going to do that. After school, whether you like it or not. So, just go with reality. Exactly. You can't control that. So, work with it. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that's why I woke up early and you guys didn't. And we didn't. We stayed up late last night, but not too late. It was really more... I guess we'll talk about this in the news, but we, like, really wore ourselves out. We can't wait. It's, like, so much action for the Vecchio fam. Let's do it. Let's jump straight into the news. And now the news. First off, we got to talk about rating us and reviewing us. Wherever you listen to our podcast, you can email us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. You can message us on Instagram at mandarinorangeshow. We've got a TikTok at mandarinorangeshow. We haven't done anything there in like well, months. Well, I months. have stuff. I just have to edit it. All right. And we have a couple things that we're There's a couple on things. our TikTok. Okay. It's hit and miss. Facebook page and group. Please like both of those and interact there. 
I'll let you talk about the rest. Well, two more things. Please follow us on Podchaser. You can follow Janelle and I as creators on there, and you can follow the show as well. You can actually listen to the show right on Podchaser, which is cool. But you can also listen to the show on Fountain. This is the newest thing that we're on, and it's kind of cool. Like we've talked about the last couple of episodes, but you can give us a boost, which I guess is like a tip. And we're actually, spoiler alert, we got some mail this week that gives us a little more insight into how some of it works, which is good. How's our stats there? So for the week, we've earned 144 sats. Streamed 144 times. Yeah, we have 741 overall, I think. 741 sats. 741 sats. That's cool. Did we get a, a specific boost or is this just... Additional sats from streaming. I don't see, like, specific boosts. Well, sit down there. Where is that? Oh, this is all time. This is from the first one, though. Okay, so that's all. So, still getting more sats because of the listens, but not a specific boost, which is cool. Whatever it is, like, you know. But if you do boost us on there. We will mention you. We will mention you and give you a shout out. You know, share a website if you've got one that's not, like, you know, spam or something like that. (laughs) So, it's pretty cool. Fountain. It's a free podcast app. And we're going to learn more about that, like I said, in the letters. So we'll get to that. One more just announcement kind of thing. This is, you know, the beginning of November. And coming up December 3rd, so just like a month away, is our 25th annual Blue Christmas. We're doing it as a live stream show once again. As we get closer, I'll reveal some more of the bands that are going to be playing. Mm -hmm. But for right now, just, you know, save the date, if you will. And don't forget, we've got a new release out from the Breezy Williams, How High is Yellow. Sold some copies of that this week, which boosted up our thing. It's always fun. Like, I won't reveal too much about it, but the way we do digital distribution, you know, there's like where you put like a payout cap. And, you know, when it gets to a certain amount, then they like issue your money out. You let it build up a little bit. So that's how it is on my my Instagram. Right. So what usually happens with Potvox music is there's oftentimes a lull in between releases. You know, we'll sell a few a few things here and there. But usually, you know, when we get a new release and like boost it up and then we get, you know, some payments coming through. So it's always fun to see that. It's just, uh, you know, it's nice to not be in the lull for a moment. Mm Speaking of online payments, tell us what happened uh, with our bank account this week, Janelle. Oh my gosh, it was so stressful. I see this thing come out of our account, and it, you know, like, it usually has, like, the store information when you click on your bank account transaction. So you know what it was spent on, Yeah, it has a phone number. Well, it just said, uh, you kype a store, and then it said, like, store 99999, like, eight times. And I was like, that seems, you know, suspicious. So I called the bank just to, like, make sure that it wasn't, like, an illegitimate charge. And he finds out, he goes back and says there's, they've been taking amounts out since August. And he's all, they've been increasing. Yeah, it started like at five bucks. Yeah, it was like five bucks and then like went to like 20 bucks. And like, then he's all, one's pending today for $54. He's all, did you go to a store in Ukaipa today? I'm like, I haven't even been out of the house. Oh my gosh, so stressful. So I went out, like while I was on hold, he's all, I'm going to go get the manager 
we're going to get this figured out. You know, we'll have to get you a new debit card. You know, just give me a chance to get my manager on. So while I'm on hold, I go to Phil and I'm like telling him about this. And Phil's like, oh my gosh, increasing amounts. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, yeah. And one's come out today. And he's like, yeah, the only place we went is we ordered McDonald's on the app. And I'm like, no. So I went and checked my email because I get like an email when I order on the McDonald's app. And they were from when I order on the app at McDonald's. And instead of seeing McDonald's, it says this weird thing. The best part is that you can, you know, Janelle's on hold. You can hear it. It's like on the speakerphone. You can hear the whole music. And she's like, now I have to go back on and tell them we order a lot of McDonald's. Well, and I kid you not, it was like another six minutes before they came back. <laughs> he comes back on. I've got my manager on the line. I'm so sorry I had to make you wait you know, that long, but we wanted to make sure we could open disputes. I'm like, wait, did you open disputes already? He's like, he's like, no. And I'm like, I figured it out. When I order on like a food app at a certain restaurant, McDonald's, (laughs) not when I go in person, because he goes, but I see charges for McDonald's, (laughs) like other stores I've gone to. But if you order in, in, person. A, in person or like at the drive through it shows Show. the name. It's just if I order on the app. Uh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I think that's when I order in person. <laughs> so I have gone so many times to the Ukaipa McDonald's on uh. the app since August that it like. <laughs> it looked like triggered. it was a fraud. It looked like it was fraud. Also, Although, why is a app. McDonald's putting the suspicious it, looking. It should. I mean, in your defense, it should have had the name. Every other transaction says clearly what it is. And uh, you didn't mention this, but why was it so expensive on the most recent one? Well, McRib. They brought back McRib, and they're pretending. I don't know. I'm I'm saying pretending, but all of their like yeah, promotional stuff. Saying. Is claiming that it could be the last time they do McRibs, and they're like they're calling it the farewell tour. Enjoy this one like it's your last. So of course we had to go get McRibs, and then the kids had never like they didn't know if they, they liked them or not. So we well, got they like couldn't remember. So we got extras so that they could try it, but then if they didn't like it. We got them like regular food. So we did like a big old order. That's why it was so much. <sighs> but I thought I was like just dying with laughter as you were like waiting there. It was like waiting for. Waiting for your execution, you knew you had to go tell them how much McDonald's you ordered. <laughs> and the saddest part was there was additional charges for McDonald's. It wasn't like I'd just been like ten times. It was also the in other the last ones. couple months. It was others sprinkled throughout. But to be fair, a lot of times, even if we're having other food, you'll just drive through and get Diet Cokes because. And I never heard the manager who was on the line say a single thing, so... He was rolling his eyes and making faces at the person that you couldn't see, I'm sure. <laughs> so, yeah, that's um the mysterious Ukaipa store charge situation. <laughs> mysterious store charge. What else happened this week? Well... Also, um, sweet Audrey had her birthday this last week. 
She is now 14 years old. She's so cool. I know. She's like the coolest teenager, but I I can't believe she's 14. I know. A tiny baby that I held in my arms and jogged up and down the hallway. from the hospital on Halloween. Yeah. And now she's a 14-year-old. Do you remember driving home on Halloween? We were in the hospital like for so long that we didn't. We didn't realize really, it was Halloween. And as we were driving out like through the back streets, like out of the hospital, there were there's some all these real yeah real weird people like dressed weird. And I was like, wow, like the the community around here. I don't know if it's like a vagrant population or something, but there's some really weird like <laughs> clothing choices. And then we saw like a real Halloween costume. We're like, oh, right, right. But we didn't know. You lose track of time when you're in that situation. Yeah, it was great. We had a fun time celebrating. Uncle Matt and Layla came over and we played games Mm -hmm. and watched home movies. And we did, I guess, Audrey and Luke carve pumpkins at some point. Although I'm getting it all out of order. That was on Halloween. but I guess that wasn't until Halloween. But we did a lot of fun stuff. Audrey, you know, got to be queen for a day and do all kinds of fun things. Queen for a couple days. For a couple days, right. And then on Sunday, because... A chain of events happened and plans <laughs> changed. We wound up doing a spontaneous room escape. Yes. So you looked around and found one that we I could like do all by ourselves. Like one close by that's like really highly rated. And it like has perfect reviews. And like not a single bad review. And they earned it. We went there and it was phenomenal. It was like one of the best. What was it called? It is called Confusion Escapes. It's in San Bernardino, California. And we met the, like, owner. Super cool guy. So amazing. He thought he knew you because he knows your brother. Yeah, he had met Matt through (laughs) Room Escape stuff. And he was, like, convinced. You know, I was wearing a mask, right? Right. So he just saw, you know, basically the the outline. You know, top half of my face and the frame. And he's like... No, I know I've met you before. I'm like, oh, maybe you know my brother, Matt. He's like, oh, uh, no. So that's so, pretty funny. Yeah. But, um, I'm all, of, yeah, they're twins. I'm like, well, not really. They're 10 years apart, but they do look a lot yeah. alike. And when David's around, the yeah. three of us, like on a backpack, all hiking along together. Yeah. You even, and then when my dad's there, people are real confused about the lineup there. You right. Know? There's a definite Vecchio gene Vecchio. pool look, you know. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, it's a very handsome one, I like to think. So, <laughs> you know, it's very, cool. Very, very Vecchio-like. <laughs> so, we had a really fun time celebrating Audrey. Sweet, sweet Audrey. And we love her very much. We don't have a teaching talk segment tonight, but you know her voice from the teaching talk and from last week's episode. So. Yeah, she's just the coolest teenager. I mean, we can say that still since Luke's only 12, but... Yeah. You know, we're, yeah, sa- we're it's safe kind still. Of, it's kind of like crazy to think our kids are entering like this adolescent time you know entering but i have entered well have entered and luke's entering but i love it i love it just as much everybody said just wait until you know they become teenagers our kids are proving them wrong all along I just love it. I loved it all. I've loved every stage. And I'm, like, nostalgic for the old days, but I love the new days. It's just so nostalgic being a parent. (laughs) It is. I love them dearly. So, that was a fun weekend. And then, 
Uh, we told you already. We uh, had Halloween yesterday. So on the other show that I do, Alex B. Keaton is my friend, the Family Ties podcast I do with my friend Keith. I was talking with him, and I can't remember if this was actually on the episode or if this was pre-hanging out talking to Keith chat. It blurs together because we talk a lot, you know, before and during. But one way or another, you know, we were talking about our what we're doing for Halloween. And I was telling Keith, like, yeah, you know, we're not sure. We're just going to find something. We don't really have any definite plans. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the place near our house, you know, his house where they live, which is very close to us, that they, like, have crazy theme decorations. And that they're famous for, like, people giving out full candy bars. And I'm like, What? what? I'm like, how like, can how we, have we never heard of this? Can we come to that area? Like, is that weird if we don't live there? And he's like, oh, no. People come, like, from all over the all place. To come. And he's like, you got to come check it out. tell. <laughs> so we wound up going to this area. And this year, I, I think it's, like, a different theme every year. Because this year it was Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates, but definitely Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And they, like, different houses had, like, whole scenes from the show or like from the movie shit. and the ride. Like, like a whole built. ship. Yeah, like, the theming was insane. It was as good as some of the stuff at Disneyland, like, just yeah. out of control. And, I mean, even, like, the lighting effects, like, they have in the ride, where it's, like, a, a sheet in a window with, like, a light like shining fire. up against the fan. Like, it it just looked like parts of the ride. It was incredible and so good. And Keith was not lying, like, so many full bars. Not every single house we went to, obviously, but, like, a lot. The kids yeah. have never seen so much yeah. candy. Like, it was insane. We walked a lot. Yes. And we did a lot of walking uphill. We were quite tired at the end of the night. What was the, like, loop? Like, how far did we actually walk? Do you remember? It was a couple miles. Yeah, because, I mean. Because we walked, like, a mile down to the street. And then (laughs) we walked. We probably didn't quite get to, to mile two. Yeah. But. The second part was uphill. Well, and this is the thing, and Keith did tell me this beforehand, but they live up in the hills, and it's, like, on a hill. Yeah. So, yeah, we started out, we parked at the top, kind of near Keith's house, and then we walked down. Down, and then... And then, of course, what goes down must come up in, in so, walking. It was a lot. I mean, we were tired. It was nice and cool, fortunately. I uh-huh. mean, Audrey was a little sweaty in her costume. Oh, we didn't even talk about their cool costumes. Yes. They were, um, Luke was Luigi from Luigi's Mansion, so we had, like, the full, uh, uh, what is it called? All I can think of is Proton Pack, but that's Ghostbusters. Luke, what's it called that Luigi has? What does Luigi have in, in, haunted, in Luigi's Mansion? The Poltergust. The Poltergust. Yes, so, so Luke had on a Poltergust that we made. And I just took the hose off our vacuum and, like, cleaned it, like, scrubbed <laughs> it in the sink. So that it was like all clean and then put it into a red backpack. It was like perfect. It was so perfect. It looks just like the, the game. I, I, we weren't going to get a red backpack because Luke has so many backpacks. But when I was looking at the picture it's of pretty iconic. Luigi's Mansion, it's a red backpack. Yeah. He had to have a red backpack. And then Audrey was King Boo, who is in a lot of Mario games, but specifically the King Boo from Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion. Mansion. And you made that. I made that. I bought one of those inflatable soccer balls on Amazon. Like the and giant then, one that yeah. someone goes inside of. And then I was like, how am I going to get this wide? Like, are we going to sew patches over it? But then, like, will that pierce it so it won't inflate? Right. And then I texted my friends, Trisha and Carly, and they're like, fabric paint? 
Duh. Duh. So I got some fabric paint and Audrey and I painted all of, over all the black patches with white. And then I got some colored fabric paint to do the face and I sketched it out in pencil and, and it's amazing. It. it looks just like it. We need to post pictures of the yeah. kids in their costumes. I I'll pull up post in the, group. in the group. I just did like a freehand draw. I did it, it in was a pencil. so good it could have been a trace. So I was impressed. And then she wore like a crown. Yeah. And then they both had like white gloves. I mean Luke had a whole Luigi costume as well, you know. But like the, my favorite part was when we'd walk by a kid who played Luigi's Mansion, like a six or seven yeah. year old. They're like, oh, I can't believe, you know. They I were have like, that. I beat that game. I played that game. They were like intensely excited. Yeah. Like they just seemed like a celebrity and everybody just loved their costumes. Oh, and you and I did participate. We had um, Oh yeah, toad we had hats. toad hats on. Yeah, it was a, it was a lazy Lips, participation. We always lazy participate. But it fit the theme so that yeah. a lot of people notice Audrey first cuz she's like this giant white ball walking down the street. And they're like King Boo. They like knew yeah. which Boo she was. Well, the crown probably helped. But then a lot of people notice Luke cuz he's Luigi and that's probably the most recognizable character. Right. Some people notice you and I because we're taller and we had like, like toad doo, hats. Doo, doo, you know, we got a lot of do 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 do. But there, but those kids, it was all like the little kids that knew the New game Luigi's specifically Mansion. and got like how detailed everything was. A lot of people were like, oh Mario, whatever. Yeah. But it was fun. It was really fun. Yeah, because Luke was even wearing the Luigi mustache yeah. and stuff, and the so. poltergeist, the whole everything. It just so it was great. It just went great. It was great to just. You know, have fun trick or treating, and and then at the end of the night, we're like trudging up the steep hill, and then guess who drove along in their little golf cart thing to save us? Keith saved the day. Yes, he has a little golf cart because everybody well, up little. there has golf cart. It's a it's, big golf. It's cart. a huge like Jeep Industrial. monster golf cart. Yeah, but everybody drives around in golf carts, and he's like. Hey, Vecchio's, you want a ride? And, like, he gave us a ride back to our car. It was great. And it was amazing. We hung out at their house yes. for a little while. Uninvited. Well, I mean, I guess we were invited, but They gave us sodas. <laughs> they gave us sodas. Keith even gave you a dream Diet Coke. I know, and they like those. And they're limited edition. No, and he shared one with you. So. So, I, that's pretty good. Really enjoyed the evening. It was very fun. It was great. And Heidi sent us with cookies. Those cookies were good. Cookies were good. By the way. And they also offered us from their nacho bar, but we had to decline we because had we had ribs. literally just eaten McRib meals beforehand. Uh, yeah. N- note the earlier story. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, it was a fun, fun Halloween night, and it was, it was cool. It was nice to kind of. Be back out a little bit out there, you know. It really was. It was fun. And it's just a great outdoor activity, and it was fun. Yeah. It was cool, and so many candy bars. So many full-size candy bars. We did take, like, a parent tax. We each we said, like, each kid... Yeah, they Like, each parent got to have one. So you got one from Audrey, and I got one from... Like, just one. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to, like, steal it or anything like that, but, you know, a well, little sharing. After a while, Luke's... Has to become. He hoards it for a while. Yeah, he's like, well, if it if it's white when I open it, I throw it away. (laughs) 
Yeah, like if the chocolate is turned white because it's so old, that's how he knows. <laughs> it's too old. He's a candy hoarder. I used to do that as a kid, too, though. Like, I would make it stretch. Uh, he does it longer, though, but I would always make sure, like, from Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, from Halloween to Christmas, that's, like, the next candy. So you just got to yeah. make your Halloween candy Christmas stretch to Christmas. Valentine's. Valentine's that's a shorter amount. Easter, but then you got to wait the long haul from Easter, Easter. all the way to Halloween, right? That's a long stretch. So you have to be saving along the way. Mm-hmm. You can't just, like, you know, blow through it and, t- and then get it. You have to, like, save it a little bit. Yeah. What's your what's the best? Because those are the four main candy holidays, right? Christmas, Valentine's, Halloween, Easter. What's the best candy holiday for candy? My favorite is Easter. Easily, yes. We got the Cadbury. Mm-hmm. We got the Reese's egg, which I know you don't like, but I love. It's the same as the we Reese's got peanut the butter Seas cup. candy chocolate boxes, the buttercreams. That's year round. That doesn't we need to be Easter. We got malt balls. Yes. We got. Robin's uh, eggs. Robin's I mean, I guess eggs. those are malt balls, but still, yeah. It really hurts, though, when a robin eggs gets stuck in your teeth, in your gums. That's why you got to suck on it until it dissolves in your mouth. Plus the various different kind of jelly beans. Oh, yeah. You get a lot more jelly beans. I love... Peeps I, for you. Oh, peeps. Yeah, I get a lot of peeps. But Cadbury, really, like, that's the... That's the end and the the beginning and the end of that argument. It's all you need to know. I would love to like get Easter candies in like Europe. Like, what is the Easter candy situation in Europe? Do they have special releases? Do other countries even like have as big of a candy emphasis as we do? I don't know. I don't know. I had Milka and it changed my life. I'm not saying they don't have candy. But I know do they, they got have candy. They have Easter Milka. Well, plus Cadbury, like that's English, right? Or British, that's you British know. already. So I would really like. All right, well, to get the six. If there's any international listeners out there that could shed the light on this situation, we would love to know. What holidays do you celebrate that have candy? What are the best candies? What does that look like for you? We want to know. You could write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com and let us know. Yes. And that's going to bring us to, speaking of writing to us, our next segment, which is listener mail. You got mail. We got some listener mail this week. Yes, we did. We got two that we're going to read. Okay. So, first one that we got here, actually, both of these were sent to us at mandarinorangeshowatgmail.com for FYI. Again, you can write to us, send us a message on Instagram or Facebook, that counts as well. The first one we got is a recommendation for a podcast. It says, my recommendation for a podcast is from Matthew. Sneak peek a little bit here, but the podcast, 30-day podcast challenge begins today. We're going to go over it again after this segment here. If you would like to write to us and give us suggestions, you can write to us. Tell us podcasts that I should listen to. And this is a recommendation that was sent to us. And I actually listened to this one as the first episode. So we'll get to that here. It says, my recommendation for a podcast, Writing Excuses with Brandon Sanderson. Such a good podcast on writing. Thanks. And that's from Matthew. Quick and to the point. That's okay. That's all we need. That's all we need. Especially if you're doing a recommendation. So I took note of that. And then our next one, we got a little bit more of a full email, but I'm going to skip ahead and tell you. 
that this one also suggested that same podcast. Stop. Which is why I chose to do it as the first one, because we've got two different people that suggested it. This one is from Crazy Dave. Crazy Dave. I'm not calling him Crazy Note. This is the That's title. The, the name title. is from Crazy Dave here. And it's episode 207 so Notes. So this is the first time writer in her. First time writer in her, Crazy Dave. We have heard from Matthew before. Yes. You might recognize the name. From Matt's House Special. <laughs> Matt's House Special. But Crazy Dave I don't has not ever written in before, I don't believe. This is so exciting. Episode 207 Notes. So that was like our previous episode. Love it. Number one, now this is in regards to Fountain. Remember, we've been talking about Mm -hmm. Fountain. And last time, if you remember correctly, there was some confusion. I thought you were saying stacks, like for the money, the denomination of money. It's it's sats, because I thought stacks like stacks of money. And this says sat, S A T is short for Satoshi, the smallest unit of Bitcoin, which is 100 million sats to a Bitcoin. Oh. So that's why. It's abbreviated that way. (laughs) I had no idea. No. Then number two, he says, my submission for the podcast challenge is the podcast writing excuses. It is a 15-minute podcast that covers a variety of writing topics featuring my favorite author, Brandon Sanderson. There are 17 seasons available, so there is an episode for just about everything. We'll talk more about that in a little bit there. And then three, it says, my current favorite board game is Escape the Curse of the Temple. It is a real-time cooperative dungeon exploration game. It even comes with a soundtrack CD, which is necessary for gameplay. Ooh, that's cool, because we were talking about the games we were playing on the last episode. Escape the Curse of the Temple. We'll have to check that out. I do like co-op games. I think that's a cool trend. I don't want to always play co-op games. It's not for... It doesn't... It doesn't itch my competitive side, right. but my teamwork side. No, it's fun to do, right? But you, for like me, you have escape. to mix it up, right? Yeah, it can't. I couldn't only play cooperative games, but I like to sometimes. Yeah, yes, agreed. I like, by the way, that it has a soundtrack CD. That's pretty clever. I would definitely. I think more board games should have that. I think it would be funny to have like a Monopoly soundtrack yes. CD. <laughs> Monopoly. You're going to jail. <laughs> it's a pretty good Monopoly, right? Yeah, that's great. And then he's number four. He says the absolute best risk type game. We're talking about computerized risk games, yes. right? That I have found is Lux Touch. L-U-X Touch. But as far as I know, it is only available on iOS. I actually have that on my phone. Well, I have had it on my phone. It's Because you do have an iOS. I do have an iOS, yes. I have played a lot of that on my phone. I won a lot of iOS on Let's Make a Deal. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Well, I'll read the rest of what he says. He says, on Android, Land Rule is my go-to risk-like game. I've won 906 out of 1242, 1,242 games on my current phone. That's all I have this time. I love it. I love the bulleted. Yeah, it's good. Nice organization. Don't know anything about Crazy Dave except for these four points. Lux Touch is good. I have played that. I didn't mention that on amongst my risk. I was going more for like licensed risk adaptations, but I would agree that is a very good one. Yeah. And like I said, it's not currently on my phone just for space wise, but it's in my like, I've re downloaded it and played it and then I like delete it off again and then download it again. Real quick. Yes. Share about the pictures <laughs> on Halloween and your phone. That's right. I probably should have mentioned this in our Halloween talk, but speaking of my phone. <laughs> So, we start out the night, and, like, we get out of the car, and my phone is, like, at 30%. 
Which I know drives Janelle nuts that it gets it low like that. Like but. you're home all day. Put it on a charger. Anyway, we got there, and that should be plenty because you know I have it a to take pictures, and then b like it's a flashlight because we're walking out in the dark, and well, there's a lot of street lights, but there's sections where it's not as well lit, right? So we get out of the car and we want to take pictures of the kids in their full costume. We've taken some pictures throughout the day. Right, but this I'm like, is like shine a light on them. Yeah, well, first I was just trying to take a picture and my camera wasn't working. I restarted my phone. It still wasn't working. And then you're like, okay, well, can you just shine a light on them with your phone so I can take the picture? Because we went under a street lamp, but it's still kind of dark, you know. My light wasn't working. Like my phone, I restarted it and nothing, like I couldn't get my camera or my yeah. light to work. So I'm like, it's out of commission, I guess. And I even, like, texted Keith because we hadn't met up with him yet. And I was like, hey, like, you know, call Janelle's phone because my phone mm-hmm. isn't working. I don't know what's going on. Like, it's going to die, I guess. And so later on at night, I don't know, I, the whole night we went without. I wasn't able to take pictures or use the flashlight on my phone. Right. We got home, and I don't know how I discovered this. I don't remember. But I was, like, poking around with my phone. And all of a sudden, like, I noticed the back of it. And, like, on my phone case, it's, like, two parts, and there's, like, a little thing that clips on the back for whatever reason, and that popped off, or it pops off frequently, because I need a new case, and apparently I had, like, flipped it around when I stuck it back on, and there's a part where there's, like, a cutout on the case for the camera and the light to go through, and it was covered by that. covering it. So, basically, this is the modern equivalent of I had the lens cap on all night. (laughs) And then, like, I went to go look for a new case for you, and they don't make it anymore. It's so old. I know. They don't make it. Because my phone's like the right. But I'll tell you what. The way that phones go, you know, they get bigger and bigger, and then they get smaller and smaller, and whatever's, like, trying. It's it's getting smaller. It'll be back to the size again soon. Okay. 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 Well, thank you, Crazy Dave. And Matthew for writing in. And Matthew for writing in. Love it. Remember, you can write to us at mandarinordshow at gmail.com or any of those other social media messaging systems. And with that, it's time to jump into our full discussion of the 30-Day Podcast Challenge. (laughs) Those of you that have listened in the past know that every November we do a 30-Day Challenge, at least for the last, like, five years. No, you did it from the beginning. That's the first year? Yeah. Movie Pass Challenge no, was, that was in 2016. That was the first year of our podcast. I thought it was 2017. No. Oh, maybe you're right. I think maybe it was. Maybe there was no challenge in 2016. I don't think there was one in 2016. I think it started I take in it 17. Back. They're I, almost the whole time. Almost the whole time. I could be wrong. 17, 18, 19, 20. Yeah. No, I think you're right. So. You're right. Because we started the first year was a Movie Pass Challenge where I saw a movie in a theater every day. Then I did, I think, Sealed DVD Challenge. I did an NES challenge where I played an NES game. I did a TV pilot challenge. I did an eShop challenge where I played games off the Nintendo Switch eShop. That's five. 17, 18, 19, 22, one. Yes. And then this year is the podcast challenge where I'm listening to a different podcast each day for the month of November. 30 different podcasts. And I'm doing it based on recommendations from you guys as listeners. I mean, we've gotten quite a few. I've been, you know, adding them to the list. Yeah. And like I said, since we got two recommendations for the same show from two different people, I started with that one because today is the first. And I participate sometimes 
November's a very busy month for me because yeah. I have report cards yeah. and parent-teacher conferences. So Phil y- is the one who does the 30-day challenge. Correct. And I do some of the challenges. And sometimes, like in the past, the kids have participated with some yeah. or we've had other friends. So I may listen to a show with some others. Podcasts, it seems different. Like, I mean, you actually kind of listen to the one with me I tonight. Did. We'll see. It's definitely going to be me as the primary person. So, I listen to a podcast every day already. It's not one I've never heard of. Right. Well, and again, to reiterate the rules, these have to be a show that I've never listened to before, which is kind of easy because I really don't listen to many podcasts, which we've discussed. <laughs> that's why I'm doing this, to rectify the situation. Is that ironic? Uh, I, it could be. It could be seen as ironic because I do. <laughs> I've done almost 800 episodes of podcasts and I have spoken at conventions about podcasts. And making them, but I don't really listen to very mm-hmm. many. It, it's just, I don't know. I don't know why. I love making it. I love the production of it. And this is why I'm doing it. So I can hear more and become more involved in it on the other side. And support other people. You know, and, and there's definitely some, like, from friends of ours that I've listened to. You know, for yeah. instance, the Champas. You know, yeah. like, people that we know. Ben. That I've done. Uh, Ben's, yes. With Alan Smithy Film Review. Et cetera, et cetera. See, right. it's not that I don't listen to any... Uh, Zach, who does, well, a couple different ones, Shamley Silhouette right. and the Ballyhoo Film Review, you know, things like that. So it's not that I listen to none, but I'm trying to expand my palate a little bit here. Right. So it's got to be one I've never listened to an episode of before. And that's the deal. So we started with this one. We'll talk about this real quick. Writing excuses. You didn't listen to the whole thing, but this podcast is, it's hosted, well, I think it's now hosted by different people. It started out. I went back and... Uh, several episodes ago, there was one with all different people with Sanders. Brandon, what's his name? Yeah, well, so the it's crazy. Dave mentioned right. it in his letter that the author Brandon Sanderson is the one. It's his right. podcast. But like more recent episodes, I was He's clicking around. He wasn't on it. So what I did is I went back to the very first episode, which was all the way back in February of two thousand eight, which is crazy. So they've been doing it for like fourteen years, over fourteen years. And I guess there's a revolving door of hosts and stuff. But I was like, well, you know, wherever to start, I listen to the very, very first one. You're not always going to start with the first one. It depends. If if the listener suggests, like, a specific episode to start with, I'll do that. If it's, like, a serial one, like an ongoing story, I'll start with the first one. Right. If it's, like, a topic one, I may look for the most interesting. We'll see. It's going to be all over the map. But for this one, just because there's, like, such a huge volume of them, and I wanted to actually listen to... Brandon Sanderson, because that's who Crazy Dave said was his favorite author. So I listened to the first one, and I will say this. It was actually very helpful. I said this on my Instagram story, but I was listening, and they the first one, it's, you know, each one is about a different subject in writing, and they were talking about brainstorming. And specifically, the, one of the first things they said was, if you come up with a really good idea, make sure you write it down, because it's really easy to, like, think through a whole idea, and you've got a cool, you know, story, you know, plot or whatever, and then if you don't write it down, you know, you think, oh, I'll just, I'll finish it up later. I'll write it down later. And then you forget, like, right. no matter how hard you try. So as they said that, I remembered that the other day while I was in the shower, which a lot of times I do really good thinking in the shower, I came up with a really good idea for a, a movie that could be like a micro budget, like a super, super micro budget movie that I thought would be fun to write down. And I, I plotted out the whole thing in the shower and then promptly forgot to do anything with it. 
And this was like a week ago. So right. Like, this like jogged me. As I heard me. this, it brought all that rushing back to my mind. Like, oh my gosh. So as I listened to the podcast, I'm like typing up my story yeah, outline. Yeah, you were typing, typing feverishly. So it had a very like immediate impact, which I think, uh, you know, this that's pretty good. Pretty good recommendation. If you were a writer, this may be a show for you. And, you know, I don't know, like maybe Crazy Dave or uh, Matthew can fill us in on more information. They listen to it. What do you listen to it for? And, like, how do you compare, like, the new stuff with different people on it to the old stuff or whatever? But I will say that, that it definitely helped me in an immediate situation. So thank you to Writing Excuses for helping with that. If you want to find Writing Excuses, they're at writingexcuses.com, or you can find them wherever you listen to podcasts, as far as I could tell. I listen just on their website. And that's actually what I'm going to plan to do. If I can, I'm going to first look at the website of the podcast, and if I can listen to it directly there, that's where I'll listen to it. If not, I'll go elsewhere. But that's my plan, because I like to see what people's actual websites look like. And you're going to put up a poll. Yeah, by the time this goes up, I'll put up a poll in the group, Mandarin Orange Show, the group on Facebook. I'm going to prioritize ones that listeners have written in and recommended to us. So I do have a list of all the people, Aaron and Ben and everyone else who's written in. I will make sure those get first. But you've also written down a list of ones that might be cool that you thought of. That kind of fit some of the categories yeah, we talked about on I the show. Yeah, I did it based on our categories. I kind of like looked for ones that you know are still going because there's a lot that like they don't do them right. anymore, but they're in the archives. But I found some good ones. I think I don't know. I've never heard them. <laughs> I'm not going to read them off on here. If you want to see the list of potential ones, yeah, you'll put them on the look for the poll on Facebook, and I may do like some smaller polls on Instagram on a day to day basis to help decide. But like I said, I will prioritize recommendations from listeners, so I'll get to those for sure at some point. Yes, and that's it. I think that's it because we've only done one as of this recording. So next week we'll fill you in on what's next. And a 30-day podcast challenge. Nice. Okay, well, another segment we got to cover for tonight. It's movie time. Movie time. Yeah, Audrey wanted to watch a bad movie. Yes, this is one of the things that Audrey loves to do, watching a bad movie. And especially now, watching a bad movie that also has an MST3K, Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode that goes with it. it, This is just another example why she's such a cool teenager. Right? Like. She loves doing that. She, it's her thing, like. She, we started doing it during the pandemic, and then she just loved it so much. Like, that's what she always picks for her queen for a day. Yeah. So, we watched The Killer Shrews. And the great thing is, like, I have all of these movies on DVD. Yeah, like, I remember watching The Killer Shrews with you. I've, I just love this stuff, so it's really fun that our kids are enjoying it. What did you think of The Killer Shrews, first of all, as a movie without the MST3K? Well, I had seen this one with you in our marriage. Yeah. So it was very familiar to me. But the amount of talking that goes on in a horror movie (laughs) is, like, astounding. Well, from this era, and especially the B-horror movies, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's very little action and a lot of talking. Yep, that's that's not even like standard. Not even like good dialogue. It's just cheesy dialogue. Oh, yeah. 
It's it's real bad. I mean, you can tell this was made on a very low budget. One of the best parts about this movie is that shrews, if you look up a shrew, it's kind of like a mole, you know, it's a little rodent, kind of mouse or rat-like, like a small mole, kind of pointy nose. But how did they do How the they shrews depict shrews? The well, because they're overgrown shrews. They've mutated, quote-unquote, in this one. And it's just dogs that they put, like, a wig on. Yeah. And then they, the dogs very run around. Obviously. It's very obvious. It's so cheesy. Oh, and they put, like, fake teeth on them, too. Although, I don't know, some of... They definitely have some just puppet ones, too. So, I'm not sure they put the fake teeth on the dogs themselves. They may just have done that for close-ups with a little puppet. One way or another, it's incredibly cheesy, which is why I love these types of movies. And I love watching them even without MST3K, but... Then you get the MST3K take on it, and it's just so much fun. Do you want to know my experience with shrews? I do. So I do an activity where my students dissect owl pellets. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we have different things that owls eat. We have, like, their skeleton diagrams. And they have to piece together the animal and, like, from the bones they find in the owl pellet. And then decide which animal the owl ate. Right. So Very cool they'll find like a mouse and a shrew. And it is amazing how many shrews they find. And you could tell because their teeth are very different mm-hmm. than a mouse, a mice's, a mouse's. A mouse's. Uh, teeth. So that is my only experience with shrews well, that before... And- Dogs with a wig. <laughs> yeah. Before this fake experience. Well, it was fun. And then, of course, it's fun watching the Mystery Science Theater, guys. And our favorite thing to do when we're doing these, knowing we're going to watch Mystery Science Theater, is, of course, we all talk through it and do our dialogue and then see how many jokes that we said that then the guys in Mystery Science Theater say. And this one, there were quite a few that we were, like, dead on. Yeah. It's really fun to do. Yeah, it is. And we always like look at each other like, oh, oh that was where you said did, that joke. We did that joke, or you did that joke, or Audrey did that joke, or Luke did that joke. It's pretty great. Highly recommended. It. It's a fun activity with your fam and the Killer Shrews. That was a classic for sure. It's less like outdated than some of it. I mean, there's definitely, you know, there's one female that's on the island, <laughs> and the main protagonist like ogles her quite a bit. There's but the main protagonist is from... Oh, yeah. He's from Dukes of Hazard, the main guy. I can't think of the actor's name or the character's name. But he's like the sheriff... Not, not Boss Hog, but like the sheriff guy the from sheriff. the Dukes of Hazard. He's much younger. And he, you can see... I mean, he's like, you know, a pretty handsome-ish younger guy. It's hard to imagine like the weird old, you know, sheriff. Sheriff. From that, but, <laughs> you know, you can see how he got his start in movies. He's not the greatest actor and he... I don't think he was supposed to sound as southern as he did, but whatever. It's, it was fun. It works. But the one part I thought was very outdated in the show. You know, a lot of times you can see how women are treated differently back then. And it's when it's less carefully written than even like a mainstream Hollywood movie. A lot of times I feel like it shows more. So in this, they're going through all this stuff. Everything is traumatizing, right? And people are dying and this shrews are out of control and there's a hurricane coming and they're all stressed and they all decide they need some coffee so they send the woman out to the kitchen to go Mm -hmm. make coffee like in the midst of all this she's just as traumatized as they are and they send her out to go make coffee and lo and behold of course that's when it where shrew is and whatnot (laughs) etc but it's just it's very it's very telling of the time 
Other than that, though, like, it's it's pretty, you know, there's nothing, like, super offensive. If you watch it with, like, a younger kid, they might be freaked out. But any kid who's old enough to recognize that they're just dogs. Yeah. Anyway. It's the Killer Shrews. And that's the only movie we watch, but we do have a little bit of Couch Potato Corner to discuss. Couch Potato Corner. The CPC. Got a few TV shows that we watched that we just wanted to go over briefly. Yeah, we're really up to date on our TV shows. Yeah. What do we got? Well, Bob's Burgers, we really enjoyed the Halloween episodes lately. Yeah, we watched two Halloween episodes this week to get... Like, you know, in the mood. So, that was great. Including the most recent one, uh, which was really funny, where they go on a field trip to, like, an apple farm. Which we totally have done with our... Right. The, with my students or and with our kids. There's an apple so. farm, like, right near us, you know, so right near our, in our town. And it's... It was it's very... so funny. Familiar. Yeah. <laughs> that it's true. What else? We are continuing with Lego Masters. They brought some contestants on mid-show. Yeah, we weren't a big fan of that twist. They've made it out to be a big twist, and, like, there have been people eliminated every week, so not a fan of that. But this most recent episode, they had a Lego dog show, and it was really clever. Yeah. They had to, like, build a Lego based on a real dog, and then... And then they had to, like, walk it down and right. show it off like that and it could it, move. And if it, like, crumbled, then, you know. Yeah, they had to build it strong enough that it could be walked down, but also it had to, like, resemble the dog. And I like it when they do, like, real free ones. You get to see their personality. But I do love seeing them try to recreate something that's real. Right. Because that's a challenge in and of itself. It's like... Because, like, how do you create a poodle out of, like, Lego? And right. And it was, like, really well done. Yeah, because if you, you know, can just let your imagination run wild you can do anything and make an argument for it or tell a story with it but this there's like a definitive yes or no does this look like that animal does it have the same angles and it was really cool to see i mean some of them were like dead on yeah it was it was pretty cool so that's fun fun episode yeah and then we watched andor yeah like if you're not watching andor and you're a star wars fan you should definitely be watching it and even if not i feel like this one has a real it's it's a very different tone than most Star Wars. I mean, obviously, the closest thing is probably Rogue One, but it even still, it's a little more, like, intense, a little more serious, a little mm-hmm. more, you know. Edgy. It, it is. <laughs> it, it's just really, really good, though. I, I This one, he's like, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much, but it, a lot of it deals with him being in, like, this prison, and it's like... It's nuts. It's really cool. And there's a really cool actor that appears in it. I won't spoil that, but anyone who's a fan of sci-fi or fantasy will recognize this actor. He's like like, on the the preview screen. Oh, okay. I suppose so. Or maybe I saw that on YouTube. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's cool. So you should watch Andor. It's fun. We're still watching Abbott Elementary. They had their Halloween episode, which did go in line with what I was saying about how... How crazy the crazy kids were at Halloween school. Halloween can be. Like, this one kid, like, steals all the candy. Because usually, as teachers, you wait until the end of the school day to give them candy on Halloween. <laughs> right. And then they're, you know, they're Send them out with But their the parents. kid steals the candy in the morning and hands it out to everybody. And it was pretty funny. We've really enjoyed the show. And there's definitely a lot of things. You can tell that they've done research and it definitely feels like teaching. But there are some, just a few elements that they need, like another teacher consultant. 
like to, somebody who's recently to nail down those details. So if you or anyone you know work on Abbott Elementary, Janelle is available. I am here for you. She's currently a teacher and just let me look over the scenario. Has a film degree, so it's like the the perfect <laughs> storm of what you need. And I'm not saying it's bad, but there's a few moments where you could be like. Let's tweak this here to make this, like, currently what it's like in a classroom. Exactly. Because, like, teachers don't walk their kids to the bathroom. You know, just little things like that that are, like, real life. Yeah. How would you handle that differently? Exactly. So, if you're out there, Abbott Elementary, we love you. Producer, writer, (laughs) anyone, actor, just hit us up. MandarinOrangeShow at (laughs) gmail.com. Maybe I should just write to them. You probably should. It would just be an honor because we like the show and it'd be cool for you to be on it. So, or you know, to have a a consult. I don't want to be on it. No, no, no. Consult. Yeah, we're not trying to get you an acting game. I'm on too many, you know, shows. So many, so many game shows. You can't really handle it. (laughs) I am still watching BIP. For those of you that don't know, that's Bachelor in Paradise. Although you did have to not watch it live this week because it was on Halloween. Yeah, like come on. Do they know their audience? I mean, moms, right? Like, <laughs> right. a lot of moms who are watching that show. How, who has so, time to watch that on Halloween night? I did watch some of it on my lunch break today, but... You haven't even finished it. I still have a lot left. So, I'm going to push it to tomorrow. That's good. That means we don't have to hear about I mean, it too much. <laughs> I don't have to do commercials, but... It's a real high-energy season. The girls are back. And let me, spoiler alert, not all the relationships made it. What do you mean they're back? Where did they go? Well, I told you guys in the last episode. But, like, you know I'm not 100% comprehending what you say. Okay, so, like, there's a beach where all these, like, people from the show come. The contestants come together. They form relationships. They go on dates. But they keep bringing new people in. But what do you mean the girls are back? They were just all guys before? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I don't know why I'm original- asking questions. I don't even want it to be clarified. What am I doing? Ben loves this. So there's an original cast that comes down to the beach on the first day. And then they have like elimination ceremonies where either the girls give a rose to a guy and the- or the guys give a rose to the girl. Like depending on what week it is, people go home. So then they bring in new people to the beach. So it's like the twist on Lego Masters that you didn't like. And that's the whole premise for the show? But it has to do with love, not winning money. Okay, so then they said all the original girls have to go. They sent him away to a hotel. And they brought in new girls. And now they're bringing back the original girls? And they brought back the original girls... But not all the relationships made it. Wow. They brought guys to the hotel, new guys in. But the girls were, like, so dedicated. Like, none of them really wanted any of the new guys. That's incredible. So, it is incredible. I'm so glad you recognize this. Uh I'm definitely putting a Bachelor podcast that I like on the survey. Oh, gosh. And I know everybody will vote for it, just so you have to listen to it. When I say incredible, I mean the more traditional definition of incredible. I mean the literal definition, which is not credible, or not something that is to be believed. Well, (laughs) a lot of people... 
I don't know about a lot, but some people don't watch Bachelor in Paradise because it's just too much for them. Uh-huh. I am a hardcore fan and will watch anything the True Bachelor blue. franchise puts out. Okay? Yeah. I'm not going to say, oh, this is good enough for me, and that's not. I really enjoy Bachelor in Paradise. I think it's funny. Well, I'm glad that you do. You, I can tell you're passionate about it. I'm so behind, though. Oh, my so, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Also, though, one other new show started up this week. There's a second season of the Mysterious Benedict Society on Disney+. Plus. We've been watching that with the kids. Two, two episodes, you know, to start. We really enjoyed the first season. The books are some of my all-time favorite books now. Highly recommend you read the books. Mysterious Benedict Society. Definitely read them before you watch the show. Because they do, you know, I think they did a really good adaptation. They change a few things. I mean, which is, you know, inevitable to in, in an adaptation. Some things I probably wouldn't have changed myself. But it's still a really, really fun adaptation. I love the actors, the casting. The whole thing is great. And it seems to be going along. Like, season one was book one. Yeah. Season two is So, at the two, very so least, far. you got to read book one before season one and read book two before season two. Highly recommended. And I highly recommend that we bring this show to a close because we got places to go and things to be. And podcasts to listen to. Yes. Well, not till tomorrow. But if you would like me to listen to a podcast of your recommendation, please, dear listeners, don't forget to write in at Show at gmail.com. And we can uh, tell us your podcast or any other things you'd like to let us know. And keep following us on Instagram. That's where I do the main stories for the 30-day podcast challenge. Anything else, Janelle? Nope. Ooh, sneak peek. We did get the ingredients to do a... Vincent Price. Vincent Price it's a month recipe. late, but we're going to do some Vincent Price recipes. It's not only for Halloween, but it no, is... No, it is. I mean, but we did that last year. We meant to do it before, and we just didn't have time, so... But we're going to do one of those. I'm going to blame everything on having COVID for some Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Through our whole months off. It definitely did. But we're so glad that you guys came and listened to us on this episode. Please join us again next time. Janelle, thank you so much for being my wonderful wife. Thank you for being my wondrous husband. I enjoy it a great deal. (laughs) You enjoy being my husband? I do. I enjoy being your wife. That's good. Yeah. It helps. We love each other. We're like obsessed with each other. (laughs) And that's going to do it for this episode. So for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.